I'm a little drunk. I had a 9% beer. Oh, well. <laughs> and they roofied it. Yes, you're right. They did roofie it. So anyone wants to take me home tonight? I hope you're okay. Anyway, uh, Stab is... <laughs> Corey's shaking his head like I just did a rape joke. That's a consent joke, my friend. <laughs> it's a big difference. Okay, um... You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be here, Mike? <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I'm just I, I wanted to I'm be here kidding. so much. I was I'm focused just, on I'm, uh, I'm just stuff. Kidding. Right? Yeah. Kidding. I was just thinking about uh, your nine percent roofied beer, and then I just only could think of the phrase Cosby IPA. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's pretty much what I was thinking yeah. about when you were talking. New Helvetia, the Cosby IPA. <laughs> but it would just be C O Z, and then it would be B I P A. Cosby I. I don't know. Let's no, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Real good. I'm in writing mode now. So I'm just <laughs> like, you know what? You guys have full veto power over me tonight because I am a little bit drunk. And uh, here we go. Wait. Uh. Nope. Started the wrong spot. That's all right. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> here we go. Uh. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Oh my God, raise the roof. Too many people. Too many of them. Oh my god, who let the dogs out? <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for coming to our podcast. We have one, two, three, four, five people in the audience, four on stage, but you didn't know that. Here's 1710 Broadway. We're here every Friday uh, at 10, 15 or so. Uh, come check us out, 1710 Broadway, Sacramento, California, 95818. Uh, are you guys ready to meet your contestants? Very good. Uh, uh, there's Mike Seller right there. Yeah. Corey Berenger. Yeah. And Jesse Jones. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to, welcome to STEM. Welcome to STEM. Welcome. Welcome, guys. Hey. How are you? Doing great. How, good. how are you, John? Well, it's funny you ask. I uh, got into an argument with a lady on um, Twitter. <laughs> Keep oh, going. Oh, guess. I, I want you to guess which social media platform <laughs> I got. Into. On the street outside. No, it was just definitely an app that I got. Uh, was it? Nope. Keep going. Bumble? <laughs> I don't know what Bumble is, but it's a funny word. <laughs> you don't know what Bumble is? It's, is it a dating thing? Venmo? No. Was it Venmo? I, nope. I have no idea. Keep going. PayPal? The Next Door app. Oh, okay. Next Door. Yeah. yeah. So I live up in Cameron Park, uh, but I'm poor. I'm poor, but... Cameron Park is very close to a lot of rich areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of rich cunts. And uh, this lady named, uh, well, I won't name her. Her first name, Nancy. Well, she puts it on social media, so I'm going no to. No one here is surprised her name is Nancy. Her no. name's Nancy no. No. No one. Swenson of Cameron Park. <laughs> Just keep going. All of this is getting edited out. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to edit this out? I feel like this is really good. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to start the show. This is for first segment. It's called Reorganization. Uh, please take this acronym and reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, in recognition recognition of all things Brett Kavanaugh, uh, today's acronym is BEER. B-E-E-R. BEER. 
Mike Stella, uh, what have you composed in regards to the acronym of beer? Okay, uh, beer. Uh, in 1961, the American plastic surgeons Thomas Cronin and Frank Gero and the Dow Corning Corporation developed the first silicone breast prosthesis filled with silicone gel. In due course, the first augmentation mammoplasty was performed in 1962 using the Cronin-Gero implant. That's a fact. Uh, <laughs> In 1969, how did I miss this? Okay, go ahead. Uh, a Cincinnati doctor stopped midway through breast augmentation and said, "Hold on, that's too much breast." <laughs> um, the patient, Mildred Milliner, woke up and said, "Doctor, my back hurts and I haven't even stood up yet." Uh, thus, the doctor invented a procedure called breast enhancement emergency reduction. Uh, <laughs> Or beer, for short. From then on, whenever any doctor went a little heavy on the silicone during breast enhancement, she, or he, he's sexist, uh, would offer the patient a beer. Sometimes they only needed a little emergency reduction, in which case a light beer would be offered. This story was made into a film titled The Secret Life of Walter Titty. Uh, and this is available on video and DVD cup. Okay. <laughs> very good. Very good. Very good. Being this is a podcast, I feel the need to explain those last two jokes. I did roll my eyes. <laughs> but that's, a, that's the point of this. <laughs> I was waiting for a craft beer pun, but um, you know I didn't give you enough time. Mm. I apologize. I apologize. Mike, good job though. Thanks. Yeah. Feels like feels like you liked it. I so. did like it. I did like it. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse Jones, it's not your turn yet. No, it's not. <laughs> Corey Berenger, it's your turn. <laughs> My turn. How does, what, is beer, what is beer for you? If there's one thing I'm famous for, it's that I love to learn. I have a voracious appetite for all things knowable and a boiling contempt for all things unknowable. Looking at you, dark matter. I see the gaps in my expertise as opportunities, not to be scorned, but to be celebrated. You can see, then, how elated I was to discover that I don't know jack shit about bandicoots. Truly, next to nothing. What little I've gleaned about them is from the Sony, PlayStation, Crash Bandicoot franchise of video games, which, frankly, I find highly dubious as a zoological resource. But alas, I must learn something, as I've recently come in possession of one such creature. I want to be a loving and responsible bandicoot dad but I'm at a complete loss as to their dietary needs. That's why I've put together a movement, complete with a snappy hashtag acronym BEER, to bring this question to social media. Bandicoots eat eggplant, right? <laughs> I certainly hope so, because that's what I've been feeding them. <laughs> Pretty much exclusively eggplant. Uh, the only food featured in the Crash Bandicoot series was the fictional wumpa fruit, I thought, well, that sounds goofy. What's another goofy food I can feed him? Eggplants are goofy in shape, color, and smell. That's triple goofy. <laughs> the logic is sound, but nevertheless, I worry. My bandicoot simply refuses to stop shitting eggplant. Please help me learn. <laughs> Hashtag beer. <laughs> very good, very good. Thank you. Very good. <clears throat> Jesse, yeah. beer. Uh, this is from a TripAdvisor review of, quote, all of fucking Europe. 
Just so it's fucking clear right off the giddy up, I didn't want to go on this trip any damn way. But Jenny done won the damn thing in a fucking raffle at the some bitch SPCA. And that's the last fucking raffle ticket neither one of us is ever going to buy. I don't give a fuck what, for, and who. I hope every last one of the kittens and one-eyed dogs of that place fucking drowns somehow. Man, fuck this place all to Bama and back. I tell you what, I don't give a fuck where you go. Spanish land, Italiano, <laughs> quote, Great Britain. <laughs> Only thing great about that place is waving your ass at them Q-tip some bitches who can't do fuck all about it. <laughs> While shouting all the lyrics of God bless America back through your legs and up at their stupid fucking faces. <laughs> fucking Italiano didn't feel like family for shit when I was there. <laughs> And them some bitches didn't have one fucking little Caesars. <laughs> the shit they call pizza. Fuck your olive oil and spinach and whatever the shit ain't. <laughs> whatever the shit ain't good old American toppings like barbecue sauce and Canadian bacon. <laughs> Whole fucking continent with all these old crumbling buildings and snooty accents and sink straight into the fucking ocean for all I gives a shit. And you know what? That'd probably be the best thing could happen to them. Because shit, man. All them sons of bitches smell like an old work boot full of skunky beer. <laughs> Basically, everybody everywhere reeks. <laughs> Every damn one of them smell like they forgot they've been keeping fistfuls of cheese in their pockets for a month and a half. <laughs> Swear to Christ, everywhere I went, everybody I met smelled like a butthole. <laughs> what been farted on by a bigger, smellier butthole? <laughs> I almost threw up, but I was afraid they'd get mad at me thinking I swallow perfume. <laughs> In summary, fuck Europe and everything immediately outside the future walls surrounding these great-ass states of fucking America. Oh, very good. That was really funny. <laughs> that brings us to our next segment called uh, Topical Haiku Challenge. I feel like that whole segment deserved more. Okay, uh, this is called Topical Haiku Challenge. Gentlemen, please have composed three haiku in haiki. I put, sorry, haiku in regard to the following topic. A uh, man dies in a freak accident uh, at a jack-in-the-box drive-thru, St. Louis. And an investigation is underway after a man died in what appears to be a freak accident in Missouri Wednesday night. Charles Wood Jr., 20 years old, uh, was at a South St. Louis jack-in-the-box drive through when he stopped at an angle and was trying to get his food from the window around 10 p.m. According to police, it appeared he opened his door and was leaning out of the car door to reach for the food since he was too far away from the window. Uh, he placed his car in reverse, accelerated, uh, which caused his car to go backward and strike a tree, uh, which pinned him against the car and tree. Uh, the impact from the accident caused serious injuries in wo on Wood's head, neck, torso, and legs. Uh, he was transported to the hospital and later pronounced dead. Uh, haiku go. <laughs> Why are you laughing? A man has died. Yeah. I hated this prompt. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I can't wait to write joke poems about this. Uh, <laughs> you had some already before the show. Uh, Mike, let's hear your first of three haiku. Okay, uh, <clears throat> we have to get this car off Charles. Looks like we'll need a 
Jumbo Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Sorry, Charles. (laughs) Corey. He died. He died. (laughs) Yeah. He's dead. Uh, The orientation part one. So welcome aboard. Things get pretty crazy here. Sometimes people die. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse. My first was titled Misleading Headline. A freak accident. Sounds a lot more like he was just fucking stupid. (laughs) Very good. Mike, your second of three haiku. Jack in the Box. Currently featuring Chuck in a Tree. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, <laughs> still dead. <laughs> Corey. The orientation part two. <laughs> Here's where you clock in. Always try to be on time. He was just 20. <laughs> uh, I'm having to change my, my second one because somehow I got it confused that it was a Burger King and not a Jack in the Box. <laughs> So the title is not going to make a lot of sense uh, in that it's titled Have It Our Way. (laughs) 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 Um, But you'll see maybe where I might have made the quick edit. (laughs) Excuse me, officer. Jack Box, Mr. Jack Box says, what dies here we get to keep. They make burgers out of dead. The dogs. king. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Soylent green. It's Jack in the box. Okay. Mike, you're third of three. Welp. He's not going to eat this, the cashier said, taking a big bite. <laughs> <laughs> Any excuse for free food? There you go. Corey. The orientation part three. That's our fry cook, Steve. <laughs> he knew Charlie in high school. Not well, though. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so we're going to piggyback on all of Corey's. This could, be, this could technically be titled Orientation Part 4. <laughs> uh, this story, so sad. A future shift manager cut down in his prime. Were mine all that? That no, was very simple. That was the topical haiku challenge. Hey, more like uh, USDA yeah. Prime. <laughs> USDA Prime. Which brings us to our next segment. Yeah. Uh, this was today once. <laughs> Let's lighten things up a bit. Should we? we? Yeah. Should we? Are you guys having a good time, first timers? You all right? Ow. All right. Good. <laughs> I'm leaning, right? Okay. Uh, Bill Wallace. <laughs> all right. Mike Sella, on this date, 1951, CBS makes their first color televisions available for sale to the general public, uh, but the product is discontinued less than a month later. Uh, today also is an inter- International World Rabies Day. Uh, how did you ch- choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Well, I went to Jack in the Box. No. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't hard to find a color TV, even though it was discontinued by CBS. It was re-released and rebranded as African-American TV. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Uh, (laughs) 
Ever wonder why all TVs are black? <laughs> anyway, that's why. Uh, cool. I'll just keep going on that. Thing. Uh, well, I already have a TV, so I just needed to start celebrating rabies. Uh, so I put on the 1957 classic film Old Yeller, a Technicolor original. Um, it was great, and I especially enjoyed the ending. Uh, my dog didn't seem to enjoy it at all, but that's probably because dogs only see in black and white. Uh, then I took my dog outside and shot him a look that said, I love you so much. Uh, <laughs> rabies and color TV. Very good, very good, very good. I tried really hard to celebrate. Very good. I like the second half. All right. <laughs> uh, Behringer. Yeah. Comma, Corey. Uh, on this date, 935, Duke Wenselis the first of Bohemia, was murdered by a group of nobles led by his brother, Bolslas, the first, Bolslas, uh, who succeeds him. Uh, today is also Freedom from Hunger Day. Uh, how did you celebrate the aforementioned events? All mixed up. So, as I'm sure you all know, an interesting coincidence in the murder of Duke Wenceslas, the good, by his brother, Bolislas the Cruel, was that Boleslaw's son was born the very same day. In an act of remorse, or perhaps just being creepy, he named his son Strakvas, meaning dreadful feast. In observance of this, I take it upon myself to be the most dreadful guest possible at any social gathering on this day. As people enjoy their feast aplenty, I make sure to remind them of world hunger statistics, as well as the very real fact of children starving in this country of our own. Just for fun, I go around the table and ask each guest when the last time they donated to a local food bank was. <laughs> I am not a hit at these parties. <laughs> but hey, someone's got to bring the Bolsovlas bean dip. It's to die for. <laughs> that prompt got precisely what it deserved. <laughs> precisely. Very good. I liked it. Polite chuckle. <laughs> Jesse Jones, yeah. uh, don't know if you knew this. Today is National Day of Awareness and Unity Against Child Pornography in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Can I just uh, say real quick yeah. uh, <laughs> that I read my prompts to my roommate as I was leaving, yeah. and I won't name him, and he gave me the African-American TV thing. <laughs> <laughs> that and only that, so uh, my judgment. Just Taking text, right. Jesse Jones. We'll edit that out. <laughs> Jesse Jones, yep. again, today is National Day of Awareness and Unity Against Child Pornography in the Philippines. Yeah, got to make sure people didn't miss that. In <laughs> the Philippines. <laughs> Only there. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Also on this very date, 1953, Edwin Hubble, American astronomer and scholar, died. Uh, how did you choose to... Uh, celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem. Well, I spent the afternoon standing on the corner of 17th and Broadway, just a few feet from the lovely Stab Comedy Theater located at 1710 Broadway. <laughs> Come for the clown paintings. Stay for the podcast recordings. <laughs> uh, I was dressed in my dirtiest old tan trench coat. I've always chosen tan for my trench coats because I've found the color really highlights all the various fluid stains in a really natural way that say, a white coat just looks like it's trying too hard to show off. <laughs> All afternoon, I beckoned gentlemen, mostly gentlemen, <laughs> who usually looked a little too much like me, uncomfortably like me, 
<laughs> I really need to get back to the gym and like work on not skulking and constantly licking my lips. <laughs> I lured them over to my conveniently placed telescope with a sign next to it, which proudly read in cut-out newspaper letters, Perv Naughty Peep Sploratorium 9000. <laughs> As they approached, I'd rasp, Hey. Hey, yeah, you, the handsome, not so far out of shape that you could still turn things around, gentlemen. <laughs> you want to see something? <laughs> huh? Huh? No, I'm not a cop. I'd have to tell you if I was a cop. <laughs> so come on, what do you like, huh? You like them young? Huh? You like that? You want to see some young hotties? Huh? You like them perky, full of energy? Not yet fully developed? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you do. I know you do. You can tell by that look on your still mostly defined face, which I know hides some pretty solid cheekbones under, let's say, 30, 40 extra pounds. <laughs> that you've lost before and you can lose again. <laughs> then, once I've landed the hook and they press their lusty eye against the trusty old perv naughty Peeps Exploratorium 9000, they get a big steamy gawk at the young, writhing, nubile, Herbig Harrow objects within the dark molecular clouds <laughs> within the chameleon constellation forming new stars. <laughs> and while they're awed by the enormity of space and creation filling their pants with an unexpected erection, I whisper into their ears in Filipino, Happy National Day of Awareness and <laughs> Unity Against Child Pornography. <laughs> and like clockwork, I collect a new stain. <laughs> Very good. That was, this was, today once. Uh, that brings us to the fourth of five uh, categories tonight. Uh, movie makeup. Uh, gentlemen, please compose, please have composed uh, a synopsis based on the following movie titles. All titles were brought to you by WordCounter.net's random word generator. Yeah, it's a cop-out. Uh, Mike Sella, the name of your movie is called Rambunctious Bedroom Summer. Rambunctious Bedroom Summer. Rambunctious Bedroom Summer. Okay. Uh, Chan Channing Tatum plays a gay camp counselor looking for new experiences. Ryan Reynolds plays an even gayer camp counselor. <laughs> Looking for camp counselors, looking for new experiences. <laughs> <laughs> At first, they bang in the cabin whenever the campers are out kayaking or whatever. But they soon find their early 20s libido too excessive. They set out searching for a fuck spot <laughs> and find an abandoned one-bedroom cottage in the woods where they spend the summer engaging in titillating sex with lots and lots of bondage and role play. Fifty Shades of Grey? More like Fifty Shades of Gay. Uh, I forgot he gave me that one other tag. All right. Uh, <laughs> when they run out of lube, they just fucked and sucked raw, and there was lots of leather, and it was the summer, so it was also really, really sweaty. When Channing went limp, they'd yell in unison, let's switch, bitch, and then he'd be the gimp, and Ryan Reynolds would be the pawn shop owner from Pulp Fiction. Uh... Okay, I'm going to cut it off. It was a super, super <laughs> rambunctious... I don't know. I could read. It was a super, super rambunctious. You guys, you didn't seem like it was only going to get. 
did a lot of research. Rambunctious bedroom summer, 2018. <laughs> Very good, Mike. Very good. I just used a random word generator for the problem. Yeah. <laughs> for the very good. Uh, Corey Berenger, the name of your uh, movie makeup is called The Nutty White Birth Club. The yep. Nutty White Birth Club. Have you ever watched a John Hughes film and thought, well, gee, I like it, but could it please be a little more white? <laughs> this is that movie. We've recast and reshot The Breakfast Club with an even wider group of middle-class <laughs> teens. Sure, the first time around was pretty white, but the tough guy had a tan, and that scene with the marijuana cigarette seemed a little too urban, <laughs> if you catch my sneaky euphemism there. We also did away with the poverty angle on the brunette gal, who is now blonde, by the way, as is the rest of the cast. Impoverished whites aren't the kind we'd like represented in a cinematic achievement such as this. Nor did we as filmmakers think the original plot involving various infractions of school policies set a positive example for an impressionable young white audience. <laughs> so now our film takes place at a private golf course. Whoa. <laughs> I got a whoa of all the parts. Anyway. They have breakfast in the clubhouse and no one gets mad at each other. The end. <laughs> Very good. Wow. Uh, uh, Jesse Jones, the oh. name of your movie is called Dazzle Meat. <laughs> Dazzle Meat. Dazzle Meat. Somebody's forcing the cows to eat rhinestones. <laughs> <laughs> and rural country <laughs> veterinarian slash big city detective, slash internationally renowned drag queen, Gumpert Brownstone, a.k.a. P.I. Guy Scraper, <laughs> is going to get to the... What? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> is going to get to the bottom of this bovine of a case. Uh, I didn't edit the... Okay. <laughs> and he's pretty sure at the bottom of the steaming, shimmering cow pie... He's going to find heartless rural costume jewelry kingpin slash cosmopolitan diamond thief slash internationally renowned drag queen Jethro Rockshine, <laughs> a.k.a. Vanessa Glitterdick. <laughs> Dazzle Meat, rated PG-13 and starring Jason Momoa. <laughs> As hero Gumpert Brownstone and Jethro... <laughs> Rockshine. I didn't change the name here. I gotta edit this. <laughs> and the voice of Duchess the Cow, who, after the first attack, is lovingly referred to by all the town folk in Puddle Stomp, Arkansas, as Dazzle Meat. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That was uh, movie makeup. Uh, just a. It's not even a disclaimer. I don't mean to say it as. Uh, you all were received these writing prompts this morning. Uh, mm -hmm. What time? In the neighborhood of 10-ish? 10 o'clock. So yeah. you, you didn't even see these prompts until 10 o'clock. So this is all written. Uh, and you added me at like 4 p.m. And I <laughs> added you at 4 p.m. But I got to say, the movie one is always my least favorite, but the rat, the next one is always my favorite. Is it? Same okay. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, uh, this brings us to our last <laughs> segment uh, called Write an Erotic Poem About It. Uh, all poems uh, all poem subjects were brought to you by WordCounter.net's random word generator. <laughs> 
As Who I was needs writing, ideas? Right? As I was writing this this morning. Were you busy uh, writing Yelp review responses all week? <laughs> yes, you know I, I was busy responding to very important. I did this af. I did the response after. Uh, just so you know, my life's falling apart on the other <laughs> on the other side of this um, show. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Sort of got that impression. <laughs> The uh, new people the, the picks new, that up immediately. Yeah, it, yeah. it was abundantly <laughs> clear. <laughs> uh, wait, what do you think my problem is? What do you think? My, what do you? What's your? Yeah, perfect. Well played. We need a sixth segment for that. Lot to do with, <laughs> uh, it, it has a lot to do with child support and having to move. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't guess that, right? Oh, too close. Okay, we'll finish. <laughs> Let's finish the show and then we'll go. We'll go rant out on the streets. Sure. And by streets, I mean um, nextdoor.com. <laughs> I'm from the streets. Let's find another cause to champion. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the pumpkin ass. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> the gourd whore. Okay. Uh, all poems. Okay. Uh, Mike Stella, please have written an erotic poem in regards to uh, donations. Donations. An erotic poem about donations. Okay. Last time I got a glass of milk, that was fun. Too. A glass of milk? That was oh, fun. Remember? Okay, you don't That's remember? Right. Someone do else re- ran them for you? I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, donations. All right. Hey, you. I want your charity. Yeah, you. Put it inside of me. <laughs> I want to feel the vibration of your donation. If you have a little one, you could stick it in my coin slot. <laughs> if, if you have, if you got big bills, you could put them in my honey pot. <laughs> if you write a check, put it in my mouth. I won't bite it off. <laughs> Keep a record for your taxes. You can write it off. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your coworkers to contribute. We'll have group checks. <laughs> Then we'll go to my house and have group sex. <laughs> Take your hard-earned dollars, put them on my cock. Show me what you made when you were on the clock. <laughs> I want to be your erotic dancer whenever someone you know gets cancer. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to Susan B. Coleman all over me. <laughs> You'll still be oozing semen when you pee. Okay. <laughs> Or give it all yourself, because you're a master donator. I'll be doing the worm for your sperm. Oh, I forgot to write, but that's... All right. If you're on your period, don't be a stick in the mud. We'll we'll put a towel down, and you can donate blood. (laughs) It'll, It'll be a night of pure orgasma, so lay back... Relax and give me your plasma. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Very good, Mike. Very good. Uh, I can see that why that one's your favorite. That was the best one. It was good. It was very good. It was good. Uh, uh, that was right. Well, Jesse was <laughs> Corey, uh, please have written an erotic poem about the police. I've got a message in a bottle. (laughs) One of dignity and class. The message is for the police, and the bottle's in my ass. (laughs) Every little thing they do is magic. I'm under their spell or curse or hex. I'm sending out an SOS. 
a sexy opportunity for sex. Da do 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 da 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 is not all I want to say to you. I want to be wrapped around your fingers and lifted as if weightless, walking on the moon. <laughs> naughty games call for naughty names. Andy Summers is manly comers. Stuart Copeland is gooert copulate. And Sting is just Sting, but in a sexy way. Because he's the king of pain. <laughs> very Thank good. You. Very good, Corey. Obviously referencing the Greatest Hits album. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was Google results. In order. I feel like that was in order. I have that album. Okay. <laughs> right. I like that you took it the band and not the... Yeah, yeah it's because fuck the police. Uh, <laughs> had no interest in being erotic about that. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, Jesse Jones, yeah. uh, please have written an erotic poem in regard to motivational speeches. Sure. Uh, this is more free verse. <laughs> and it could have been a lot shorter, but it isn't. <laughs> Suck like no one is listening. <laughs> Lick like you've never been hurt. And gag like nobody's watching your webcam. <laughs> it's not the number of breaths we take, but the number of cocks that take our breath away. You have to slurp a lot of dongs before you find your Prince Albert. <laughs> If you're not part of this boner's solution, you're part of this boner's problem. <laughs> it's not whether you get soft, but whether you get hard again. When the going gets tough, the tough spit on it and get going. Jerk smarter, not harder. Give 110% of your load. Shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll land among the stars in her eyes. <laughs> Everyone has a plan until they get spunked in the face. <laughs> you miss 100% of the facials you don't take. <laughs> Lead, follow, or get out of the way and just sit there and jerk it a while while you watch. <laughs> then get back out there and be the prick you want to see in that girl. Because <laughs> if she's worth doing, she's worth doing well. And remember, there's no I in team, but there's definitely a you in that anus. Yesterday's history. Tomorrow's a mystery. And today is a gift. That's why they call it hump day. <laughs> and remember, if life gives you lemons, throw a lemon party. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That's the end of Stab. Uh, one more time for your contestants, Mike Sella, Corey Berenger, Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones. Uh, if you'd like to hear more stabs, go to one of our many online outlets, the primary of which being Stab for Gold, Stab, the number four gold.com, or check out stabcomedytheater.com. Uh, you can also see us on, or hear us, you can see us on YouTube, see us on Stitcher, do whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> all right, bye. Her no. name's Nancy no. No one. <laughs> Swenson of Cameron Park. <laughs> Just keep going. All of this is getting edited out. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to edit this out? I feel like this is really good. I All right. Know, I know we'll you're opening with a bit. I just want to <laughs> let... No, I... I'm, <laughs> so anyway, uh, the other day... Uh, it was next door. I was walking down the street and then... No. So, um, my girlfriend recently told me I'm a conflict addict. And I would like to deny that, but I'm totally not. I am a conflict addict. right. I'm yeah. a conflict addict. Mm. I argued with her a little bit over it. <laughs> Hello. And um, so 
this lady leaves a, leaves a review on Nextdoor app about the Safeway in Cameron Park. And uh, it makes it, it really drove a stake in, at least for me, to be like the abundance of white privilege, <laughs> right? To go, oh, I'm not as white as I thought I was. All right, so um, you know what I mean. And uh, so here, here's he her said compl- blondly. I would I would never make this sort of complaint, which made me go, "Oh, I'm trill as fuck." You know what I mean? Okay. It's very white of you. <laughs> All right, so here's here's her review of the Safeway in Cameron Park. Is this okay to do? Pe- you're goddamn you're right, it, it is. So okay. Here, I'm going to read her review, and then I'll read my response, and you'll all applaud. This is the time the fourth person right. would be taking. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> Just filling. I like planned not to have the fourth person so I could share this. Uh, uh, Safeway is a nice store in itself. This is her review. Well stocked and some good buys here and there. Here and there. Uh, I rarely shop because did whenever... Did she repeat here and there? No. Okay. I did. Uh, that was for your emphasis, not <laughs> hers. Was, okay, yeah. I was just making... Some good buys <laughs> here and there at this nationally known... Or Some good buys here and there. Here and here there. And there. <laughs> uh, I rarely shop there because whenever I've left there, or whenever I've left there, I end up ticked off. Ticked off! <laughs> I did, she didn't write ticked okay. off twice. <laughs> Why? Question mark. Because their employees are miserable and or need training. Uh, in the past, not enough checkers to handle the crowd. Today, I went there to buy pumpkins. She's prepared. Uh, during my visit, I encountered four employees. One of the employees acted like he was imposed upon when I asked for help. Two of them acted like they were unhappy working there. And one of them with me... One of them went with me to my car with my load of pumpkins. A load <laughs> of yeah. pumpkins. Well, she takes them home and grinds them in the pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. She's very basic. Uh, let's see. Oh, you're actually skimming. No, no, I no, no. I thought we were going to get it verbatim. Two of them <laughs> acted unhappy. There were one of them went to a cart of pumpkins. The cart was heavy. I asked him... <laughs> Make these pumpkins lighter. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him, colon, no, no quotes in this. Isn't your job to push the cart? He said, yes. I said, so why aren't you doing it? Can you believe this shit? I want to fucking shoot this cunt. Keep in, <laughs> Sorry. Keep in mind, this has nothing to do with him. No, right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. No, or I mean, I shop at that at. Safeway. There's a connection here. All right. uh, Kevin Bacon went there once. <laughs> oh, all right, there we are. All right, so he goes. Uh, I asked him, "Isn't this your job to push the cart?" He said, "Yes," and I said, "So why aren't you doing it?" No answer, just a smile, and he did not take control of the cart. This prompted a lecture from me about customer service and learning some manners. A young kid, nice looking. Uh, Go on. Yeah, way to fucking objectify him. Yeah. Uh, more should be expected of him. Excuse me. As a young kid, nice looking, more should be expected of him. I must say <laughs> that the checker was awesome. His name was Michael, and he is an asset to Safeway. <laughs> 
is a real nice asset. You know what I mean? That's when she like stopped and she's like, is this being too negative? I think I need to give a compliment. Yeah, yeah. I reported the incident to management. Asked them to give the young man some training in customer service and manners. Also, investigate why Safeway employees behave like this, behave like they hate the place. I'm sticking with Forklift, which is the poor man's like nugget market. It's like their it's it's called the Forklift Great Sandwiches. Um, and then they push your pumpkins there. Um, so. <laughs> completely different experience. Thanks for listening to my rant. She'll take she her got off the air. Twenty likes. No. Twenty fucking likes. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> you have to live in the neighborhood. Um, it's all drive out to Cameron Park. <laughs> oh my God! So many people. All right. So here's here's my response. Sorry, is this taking too long? I don't know if I, if I had someone telling me. Isn't your job to push the cart? I'd be less helpful too. These aren't your punching bags waiting to be lectured on customer service. Maybe you should get some training on how to talk to people and not be condescending towards the service industry. And from the so there was an earlier comment. There was a guy Ooh, yeah. sitting. Fuck yeah. There was a guy it's sitting deeper. in the parking lot that witnessed this that chimed in and he goes, the the dude was holding a pumpkin while the cart was being pushed. That's how loaded this fucking thing was with pumpkins. Right? And so I go. And from the earlier comment, someone said that the Safeway employee was carrying a pumpkin for you. Um, you're for buying, you. You're buying groceries, and you <laughs> expect these people to sit through a lecture and be your pack mule, and then you report the kid to the manager? Are you aware of the current job and housing climate? <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to find a good-paying job and affordable place to live in your neighborhood? And then you followed up with a complaint here. How much retribution do you need? Would you like us to go tell his mom too? And then she responds, he was carrying a pumpkin because it nearly fell off the cart, which ran on my foot when the heavy cart got stuck on, on the metal bumps on the edge of the pavement. So by the time I got to the car, I was not in a good mood. He, he has a job. He knows what his job is because he admitted his job is to push the cart, especially for a struggling 69-year-old, 69-year-old lady. <laughs> with recent shoulder injury. And yes, why don't you tell his mom? Perhaps she could teach him some work <laughs> ethic and manners. This is so white. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So you're doing pretty good. <laughs> I, I just thought that was... That lady was a real jackass. <laughs> a lantern. Was I wrong to confront her on... <sighs> I think it lands in the land of who gives a shit. <laughs> I think that's where it just all... Yeah. Well, I live in this neighborhood and can't afford to live there, so <laughs> that's also feeding it. Also. <laughs> oh, oh guys, I'm good. Just trying to get I'm good. Uh, just for reference, this is not how the show usually starts. Not at all. I just needed to <laughs> share that because... He doesn't have any friends. It hurt my heart. <laughs> His <laughs> axe was in need of grinding, and you were here. So... <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm the good guy in this. Are you? <laughs> yeah. She's only 69 with a shoulder injury. She doesn't need to talk to people like shit. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't know about her shoulder injury. You're attacking this elderly woman with a shoulder injury who's just buying gourds. Monster. So many gourds. A fucking cart full of pumpkins. Who does that? She just has a lot of grandkids, probably. All of those pumpkins are going to a children's shelter. <laughs> she does She's this every fall. 
<laughs> Nancy. <laughs> All right, well, you know what? We're going to start the show. <laughs>